I'm Andy Lee. You're listening to Off the Wall. You're welcome along to Off the Wall. It's Off the Ball's Game of Thrones podcast, and it is unfortunately our final episode for now, anyway. And this podcast is brought to you with thanks to Discover Northern Ireland and their Game of Thrones territory, boasting over 25 locations and experiences for the ultimate fan. For more, head on to discovernorthernireland.com. We've got a full studio, full house today. You're very welcome, Tommy. Hello. Andy. And Sue's back. Yes. How are you? I survived. Survived LA and Vegas. I've no money left. Well, <laughs> well that's, uh, that's a complicated one. I genuinely one. had we, we a minus 107 euro on my package. <laughs> I got back. Class. We could, we could do no a full 40-minute podcast on getting on my roulette, the, the, the mental impact yeah. of this. Yeah. No, uh, we're going to get into awards in a moment, but like we should ask... Uh, we saw your video last week. We uh, were greatly entertained by your video last week of... You're disgust for the end of Game of Thrones, I think it's fair to say. I'm more annoyed the further I get away from it. I don't know if that's the same with you. Like, I can't even... So I went back to the box, and I'd been in the middle of watching season four, and I deleted it, and I'm, Did you? I'm done. I can't, I can't go back here. Anger. I genuinely can't go back. Knowing how it ended, I'm like, I can't go back to these characters. Because it's pointless. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I was really... I know it's a series, and it's only a series, and everyone's been saying that to us, but it's... 10 years of your life with something that you really love and you're like That's it's not only a such series a it's not <laughs> some people watch Prison Break six times over <laughs> some people do and they have problems <laughs> this guy, this guy. <laughs> I haven't I've seen it twice twice <laughs> yeah. once is enough so like anger set in for you yeah yeah it really did like the first few minutes of that episode I thought were good the mo- when I heard you talk about Drogon and how silly it is that a dragon would burn down the Iron Throne I was like oh that is kind of silly and then I got annoyed at that as well because initially I thought it was a nice symbolism mm. and I'm like why would he do that he's a dragon he doesn't care about a throne he would have just burnt John. should have burnt John. so he should have burnt John. and then the, that whole small council where the tone was just all off and it just wasn't funny Braun kept talking about brothels hated that whole scene really hated it and then the constant ending of John's story, it was like, and then, and this is the end, and this. Yeah. That's a good point, actually. They, they, they did drag it out quite a it, bit. They really dragged it out. Yeah. It was just kind of like I don't know, like Brienne writing the thing. Like, they dragged was that out. so silly. It was they like a daytime TV show. Mm. Like, yeah, QVC ad. Just you should have just opened the book, looked at the book, and we would have known. Yeah, we would have known that she would have written, written something lovely. There was no need to show us. I just very disappointing. Are they made us out to be stupid. That's what I. That's true. Angry true. Sue, Andy, what are you? I'm not angry, disappointed. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it is. It's I don't even know how to say it, but I can understand your disinterest in the show now. And like, even us sitting here today, it's like yeah. it's redundant, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think I feel, it feels put like, so, like we ha- um, the amount of time I put into this show. Like, <laughs> you you guys know how deep I got into it. Like over the years, from the start to the finish. You put your time into. Okay, the show. Yeah, with, with the, the books, the, the law, the history, That's, all that, all that stuff. But it's not, it's not over, Andy. It's not over, but it's just like, just I just can't believe that they 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 allowed it to happen this way. That no one like none of the powers of HBO just said, "Oh, hold on a second here," you know. Let's just give this a bit more time. Let's give it at least ten episodes, and finish this out right. How long? How much more is it going to take? You know, just put in that extra fifteen percent. Yeah. To do it right, because. If this is the if that was if this is, this is how the book ends at all the main points that Bran ends up king, that Daenerys goes mad and gets killed by Jon Snow, that Jon just goes off to to the north and rejects his his heritage. If that is the end, that's fine. But like, bring us there. Bring us there. Yeah. Make us believe it. Make us like see like the reasons why 
this this is the way it ends. Don't just like throw it to us and slap mm -hmm. it in our faces at the in, at the last fifty of the last fifteen minutes of the final episode. Do we want to? Wallow in our misery over a season eight, or do, or do you want to go back and actually you, remember you some of the highlights? Like, well, I, I'm, I'm getting positive. Like, my attitude is more one of apathy. Like, I've moved on to Chernobyl already. Yeah, oh, Chernobyl excellent. is excellent. Yeah, and, and, like, Let's just start a new show on Chernobyl. You know, we'll be starting that podcast next week, and you can really get stuck into the history there. So, <laughs> Chernobyl is absolutely brilliant. It's, it's pretty fantastic. good. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant, but we oh. don't have time to talk about Chernobyl. <laughs> what's your What's your residing like your residing feeling after? Like in my opinion, yeah, apathy, yeah. apathy. Like. There's no it's way. Just, there's no way. Like, I've heard to say, like you guys, it's such a disservice. You guys to probably it. you liked it, but you like you weren't as invested as I am. I and I'm just like I don't know how. <laughs> how like like, yeah, I just no, I just really like I just can't believe it's actually like I actually can't believe it. I really can't believe this is how it's played out. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I really just can't believe it. Like, like so we're recording this on a Tuesday, so it was eight days ago that we watched the season finale. Seven days ago, I forgot about Game of Thrones. Twelve hours, I'd say. It was yeah. like yeah. I thought about it every day, and I just said, I, I still can't believe how, how it played out. There was no you, disappointment on Sunday either. That was the main thing. Because yeah. it's like when the football season finishes for NFL and the Super Bowl's yeah. over, that next Sunday, I'm like, what do I do with yeah. my oh, life? Yeah. There was none of that. It was back. just like, no. That's, that's what I mentioned last week, that like when a show ends leaves a void or yeah. so, you know, something good ends in your life. But like, with this, just because just cause of the disgust with it, it's like... Yeah, yeah. I thought you summed it up pretty well. The reason Game of Thrones captured us was that they nailed that art of telling you a story, making you care, and then ripping it away from you. Like, there was no red wedding moment. There was no, like... It was just, it was just an emptiness. There was no build-up. It was just like, oh, lads. Mm. Anyways. Yeah, for sure. And the good news today is that we're going to celebrate those great yeah. moments because we're going to look back on six of our themes of the entire series of Game of Thrones. I'd be interested to see how many Season 8 winners there are here. There's a couple of negative categories, so maybe it'll be all Season 8 winners here. We're going to go through Best Death, Best Battle, Best Relationship, The Most Impactful Character, Best Villain, Most Stupid Moment couple of season 8 shouts in there perhaps a couple of season 7 for sure uh, and best moment we're all going to pick our own there's probably going to be a bit of crossover and we will start with best death uh, I might lead this one off because I've definitely got one off the top of my head here and it's Kyber. I just saw what it was I was <laughs> laughing to myself I was like typical for you to it's, pick that one it's Kyburn. for me it, it was, was over so quickly perfect <laughs> he didn't deserve anything more. He didn't no. deserve anything better. He was uh, a sleazy. terrible, sleazy, Again, yeah. like, not even a maester. But I thought, I thought like that one. was a good end. The rush nature of the whole thing, that he, his death was funny. It was good, good, good crack now. Like, but <laughs> what did he do? What, like, we didn't find out anything about him Like, what his motives were. Did he have his own agenda? Mm -hmm. Like, he was just simply there to, to serve. So that, like, th yeah. There was none of that explored. And what did he do with like? Why was why was he so interested in the zombies? Like in the the zombies, the White's hand mm. back in season seven when he was like, "Can I keep this?" You know, when John brings up the White Walker, the White. Can I keep like, this? Like you know, he's like he's got the hand himself. Like so, what? What? Like I thought there would have been some reveal there. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. what do they actually do to the mountain? But that, like, great death. Yeah, great death. Yeah. I I, so, I agree with you though. Yeah. See, so, what are you going for? Hodor. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Like in fairness, it's the one moment, that had, yeah. yeah, it's the one that had the most impact on me. I was devastated at the end of that, and the end of that episode is amazing. And he's holding the door. It's just and the flashback, and you get to understand Bran a bit better. I thought it was it was so devastating that you know he knew his entire life he was getting to that moment, and he still went there. He still protected Bran. It's just so devastating, mm. brilliant, and the twist as well, kind of yeah. created the whole scene. Yeah, well, it was so. Can I just say something else? Yeah. It's been shown, established there, in two scenes in that season where Bran can affect the past. One with Hodor, yeah. one where he calls out to the young Ned Stark at the Tower of Joy. Mm. 
Does that have any impact on her at no. the end of the show? No impact whatsoever. No, because there was a rumour yeah. he could speak to the Mad King as well. And yeah, that was, that like, was the voices the Mad King was yeah. here. And that might happen in the books. Yeah. But... They never went back to it. No impact on the final outcome of the show. No. Ah, oh, but hold on. Didn't Brian say, why did you think I come all this way? I know, but you didn't <laughs> say... Yeah, I know, but you didn't... That like, was the worst that tied every, That tied all the... That tied it all together. I got so annoyed with that line. I came all this way. Me too, I got I so like, annoyed. You prick, who do you think you are? Yeah. Uh, Andy, who have you gone for? Uh, Ned Stark is the biggest death, isn't it? You know, and sets the whole thing in motion. Mm. Um, and it's probably Present. the biggest shock one, because... You didn't iconic. expect him to be gone. Yeah, because up to that point on, in TV history, you've got the main star, and he's, he's untouchable. He's got plot armor. He's never going to die. But this show just completely kills the main star. And never had read the book. At that point, I hadn't read the books, didn't know what it was all about. And then he's gone. You're sucked in. That's it. Then. Mm. You just can't believe it. It was um, martyrdom for your Game of Thrones interest, Ned yeah, Stark. Yeah, that got me going. So, for me, Ned Stark. Who have you gone for, Tommy? For me... Best death isn't something that's funny or it isn't something that's, you know, oh, I didn't see that coming. It's something that is either really, like, awful and horrible and you have to look away or it's something that, you know what, that's justified. So I, I, I've been thinking about it now for the last number of hours and days, I mean, like, <laughs> the last few minutes. <laughs> Ramsey Bolton. Yeah, and yeah. his comeuppance. Justified. And, like, I love that moment with Sansa Stark just watching as the dogs rip into him. Oh, he, yeah. just, he just got served... You know what he deserved. He just got it. Yes. That'll be a shout out for um, the Martel from Dawn getting his eyes over and Martel. Yeah, 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 over yeah. and you're getting popped out by. Uh, that was a crazy moment. Yeah. Even in TV history, that was yeah. kind of like. After that, we kind of. He was going like, for the game with the hound as well. Yeah, like what I love about that one is, uh, and with the Hodor one, is the kind of build up to that. And I think it's the same, it kind of goes for the Ned Stark one as well, where you're like, this isn't going to happen, is it? The Hodor, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Mm. With the Martel, with Oberyn, it's like, oh shit. <laughs> oh no. It's like that slow build. And I think Joffrey kind of feeds into that as well. It's like the slow build of what is going wrong here. Yeah, yeah. And I, it kind of makes you a little bit paranoid for a little while. So Joffrey's maybe, maybe like, maybe, well, yeah. Yeah, he, he yeah. does. That was absolutely fantastic. But Can I give a shout out to another wildcard? Yeah. Like, took absolutely no join it, obviously, but Shireen Baratheon's death. Oh. Well, like, that, talk about an horrific death. Yeah. And you're just like, part, like it's, it's kind of needless, but it was just so horrifying. Mm. And, you know, Stannis and the mother kind of realising what's just happening halfway through it. Yeah, and like... That, that, that had an impact on you, like, like that. I'm not sure if that, that will happen in the books. They haven't happened. They had, uh, up to this point in the books, Stannis is still camped out just outside the window mm. preparing for the battle, like... Um, but, like... <clears throat> For fans of the books, like and we who are mad about the Nairies going mad now, like think about all the people who love Stannis. I was a bit, I, li- I like Stannis, you know. Yeah. He, I, I really liked him. I just started liking him, but then I realised he was just a just. Oh, he's just. Uh, he just he has to do it right. He's he just can't help he? himself. He's so You're straight. thinking of the TV Stannis, though. I like TV Stannis. I like him. Yeah. Stannis the Manus, yeah. But like he was, he was, he was, he was like ripped <laughs> apart. He was like his game. He was character. Ah, I love that. No, kill those, kill those. Sounds like a Ukrainian middleweight, Stannis <laughs> the Manus. <laughs> 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 Something in Creed Three. Let's uh, let's move on to best battle. What are you going for? Did you, who's your, oh, you called your best. Kyburn, yeah. Sorry, sorry, I forgot about Kyburn. Best battle. <sighs> like, I don't know. Bat- battle of the Bastards. I enjoyed that one. I enjoyed that one. There's lots to enjoy. Like, what, what you, the is there any other Battle of the Bastards shouts? Because I'm going for Battle of the Bastards. I'm going for Battle of the Bastards. I'm going Hard Home. Yeah, I think, oh. I think Hard Home is the critic's choice. Hard Home is yeah. like the pinnacle of Game of Thrones, I think. Really? Yeah, it is. It is like... 
you know, this big reveal at the, and of the Night King and how strong his army is and John being able to kill one with a Valerian steel, that was mm. a big, you know, secret revealed. And also then the Ray, the, not in the face, anything like these two guys are destined to the stare out. The stare down. No. Uh. No impact in the story. No, <laughs> no impact in the final outcome. Like. But at that moment it was epic. Yeah. It was, you know, and, and them escaping with, the, with one giant and him becoming mm. an, an ally. It was pretty good. Though. That was that was a great scene. You know, yeah. the, guy, the, the guy had the whole thing about it was it was played out through this mother, wildly mother, and her two children, who they die. Yeah, and she sees them become oh, yeah, resurrected. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she she she, she, she she's standing there. She she, she takes, gets takes it. And then at the end, you see her. She's a White Walker. Like, and that was another another thing missed in the final season that. Could have been some returning characters who had died. Mm. Like, where, like they, sh- they could have showed Hodor. We thought Hodor was coming back. Yeah, they could have showed Hodor. They could have showed that 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 mother from the wildly mother. Yeah, it just would have been a nice touch, wouldn't it? You know, would have been a nice callback or something. Just on Battle of the Bastards, like one of the scenes in that, just before uh, Sansa and Baelish arrived to save the day, when Jon Snow is being suffocated at the bottom of that just pile oh, of bodies like in terms of a TV moment like you're, you're drawn into that like it, that, that was that was kind of and there's a nice symmetry something with um, brilliant Daenerys as well with as the crowd come around yes, her whenever she's yeah. Yeah. yeah so the whole thing works brilliantly yeah I thought it was a great TV and battle yeah what did you go for Sue? Battle of Winterfell yeah, really. I still think that that episode is absolutely brilliant. Right. Like I thought, the rest of the season was terrible, but I loved that episode so much. I thought the first fifteen minutes were as good as anything they've done. Like the Dothraki was stupid, though. Little. It was a stupid move, that, but yeah, in terms of the tension. But yeah, mm. where the lights all went out. I mean, there was lots to like about that episode. I liked that you couldn't see everything that was going on. I think that was the idea behind it, and I liked the the whole thing that was going on with Sansa and the crypts, and suddenly she's the Cersei of the thing. I loved the, the Night King. I loved the end. I thought that was great. I loved all of that episode. I thought it was brilliant. Goes right. back to a time when we weren't all broken by Game of Thrones as well. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. we were all like the start. And he's kind of looking off into the distance there. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> the start, I mean, like, I think I was kind of biased towards my boy that I came getting killed off. But, yeah, you uh, were very upset about that. The, the warning signs were there. Hashtag called it, I think is yeah. the technical phrase. What do you I think about liked. the respawning of the Dothraki <laughs> and the Unsullied? Oh, when yeah. you look at the final episode and, they're, and they're, 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 they're all out in the plaza. Do you know what? There's thousands of them. I didn't think there was that many of them. Yeah, I kind of thought it was a bit daft. I didn't look at that many. What about when you look at um, when they had the face-off and the confrontation with Cersei, where she's up on the parapets and they've got Missandei, you know, mm. and they have There's only there must be like yeah, there's no there's thirty odd. On she only brings some of them with her. I don't know. I don't know. Were some of them coming down with John though? That whole scene was so stupid as well. Like she's in range of the three people she wanted to kill: Tyrion, Daenerys, and you know, and Grey Worm. Like Cersei, she's up there with with ballistas. Mm. Mm. Nothing to lose, nothing to hold out for. And she and she leaves them leave, knowing that they're coming back next next the next day with them next week, yeah. next Sunday night. Around nine o'clock. Best relationship, Andy. Who have you gone for? Um, probably one you lol. Um, there's there's a lot. There is a lot. Like there is a lot. Jamie and Tyrion. Jamie at uh, Varys and Tyrion, Little, little Finger and Varys. There's a lot. I'm going for the Hound and Arya. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Is anybody not sure. going for the Hound and Arya? <laughs> that was great. I have John and Arya down as John the second one. Yeah. I always thought there was a lovely connection between the two of them. I think the and I think the acting was very good between them as well to show that when they were reunited, how much they meant Brotherly to each other. I mean, love. they haven't seen. You can still feel the impact of John in her life 
all the way across the season. That's what I really liked about that. And when they were reunited, and I loved in the last episode when he goes, what are you doing here? <laughs> Go home. <laughs> it's just, I thought it was nice. But the Hound and Aria is probably the best, though. Yeah, it? are you going for Hound and Aria as well? Because I certainly am. No, Tyrion and Varys. Tyrion and Varys. The two, the two boys plopping in the background the whole Aww. time, just pulling the he strings. He betrayed him. Ah, did he really? Yeah. He didn't really betray him. Yeah, he did. Who betrayed who? Tyrion, Tyrion betrayed, betrayed Varys. Varys. Sorry, yes. He, he didn't really like he was I caught, he was caught in a rock and a hard place I hope you're right Sage I thought that was great didn't he kind of threw Bar- Varys on the boss and ah, but wasn't Varys doing that his whole life like Varys would have done the exact same thing to Tyrion if the roles were reversed mm. not sure about that only if oh. it was good for the realm <laughs> yeah he was pretty pretty open that realm yeah. I always enjoyed when the two boys were on screen together yeah, there were great moments. I, I think we, there's kind of they're all good relationships. Maybe it'd be better if we asked for the worst relationship. Um, but I, I don't think we'll actually do that. I actually think that if you think talk about the best relationship or the most important relationship that we had, like it's hard to overstate the importance of Jamie and Cersei's relationship. It was obviously a relationship that from the start mm. we were like, this is yeah. a terrible, oh, terrible wrong, thing. Hey. What is what is wrong? Yeah. And come the end, a couple of people would have been feeling sorry for them in the crypts. Yeah. I was feeling sorry for them in the crypts. I was. I was definitely feeling sorry for them. Were like, you? as a human being, you can't look at that and go, oh, yeah, I'm going to be happy if the building falls on you. Mm. Like, it was... When they both started crying, and he says to her, nothing else matters except us, I was like, oh, God. We started to root that's... for an incestuous relationship from the end. That's, yeah. why, that's what Game of Thrones did to us. <laughs> like, that's literally... Well, it failed to do it with John and Danny, but nobody was rooting for that. <laughs> nobody was rooting for that. Was, oh, you talk about worst relationship, it has to be that Yeah, one. yeah. There's no chemistry. No. There was absolutely no chemistry. Did you, did you watch the HBO um, I suppose you all didn't you're all broken did you watch the last watch it's still in the box I haven't been able to I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't looked at it either but I've seen the clip yeah. I've seen a clip of Kit Harrington crying when he reads that he's going to but he um, yeah, so end up killing they, they got the scripts a few days before apparently yeah. but he, he hadn't read it he hadn't mm. read it so that was him yeah he only read at the table didn't he yeah, yeah. Also, Bronn, sorry, is the other good shout. I liked Bronn's relationship with Tyrion and his relationship with Jamie. Bronn's relationship with money is Bron- the only relationship that matters. Oh, no. Bronn, <laughs> I think Bronn loved, loved those brothers. I think it always showed up. Yeah, for sure. That, no. Deep down, he was, he was a big Lannister guy and yeah. he loved the two of them. We're going to move on to most impactful character, which is a wide enough remit, I accept. <laughs> it's huge. So you might lead the way in this one. Um, I'm going to go with Ned because I felt like with nine episodes... Ned had a huge impact across the entire season. And up into season eight, when they're still talking about being Starks and Theon's still talking about being a Stark and John, and you can see the influence on Arya. Like, I just think they were still talking about how great Ned Stark was in season eight. Mm. And you still felt his impact across all of that. I, that that's a good testament for the actor as well. Like, Sean Bean's brilliant. Mm. But he had a huge impact. Like, he brought... His legacy kind of seeped through it the yeah, whole Yeah, yeah. And everyone series. seemed to be affected by it. Like, I think, didn't Varys bring it up at one stage about how great Ned Stark was as a man, or like, way, way after he died. So it was still having a huge impact in the kingdom. And the hand of the, like, that's what really upset me about that small council scene when Tyrion sat in that seat, because I was like, Ned Stark sat in that seat. This isn't a joke. Mm. It's not funny. Like, that's a really honourable seat to be sitting in. So I think he had a massive impact. Yeah, it's a good shout. What are you going for, lads? I'm probably going to go for Littlefinger. Um, like really, yeah? he's the one to kick the whole thing off. Really, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like without him, there's no battle of the f- of the five kings. Without I think the, he was done off with early, too early. I think he, yeah. I didn't buy into his. I didn't buy into the whole kind of yeah, thing where where the, where the sisters were gonna f- where he was trying to manipulate the sisters. I never, I never really believed that they were actually up against each other. That they that like that sensibly, Arya was a threat and vice versa. I was so stupid. Fo- I, I did. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I just didn't. <laughs> 
didn't see it happen. And I don't know how Littlefinger couldn't see it coming either, him being who he is. He couldn't know. have got that far without... Yeah. His set of skills would have allowed him to see that. Like two, two, two young girls outplay him. But without, without the death of John Aaron, none of this happens. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah and he kind he of... He says everything in process. Yeah, he says yeah. everything in motion, so... I'd go for him. Other than like, it's hard. It should have been. We should be talking about Jon Snow. We should be talking about Jon Snow. Be. With the right ending yeah. of the show. Yeah. You know, You're we should be right. talking about Jon Snow, but because it is Jon Snow's story, really, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's he is like the archetypal like hero's journey, isn't it? This rising from nothing, becoming a kid. Like it's like Luke Skywalker revealing that you've mm. got Jedi powers. So he's actually a Targaryen. Yeah. and then going on to, ru- to rule the world. Well, because of that ending, and I think I'm looking at it on far more of a surface level here, my most impactful character is Tyrion, because of the hand he had in pretty, pretty much, much every <laughs> major story arc, getting involved yeah. with every family from the very start, very good development as well, which I think is very important when it comes to him. an impactful character, because he kind of is part, or he is kind of... Uh, a little cog in the wheel that is our understanding of Game of Thrones. It's like, oh, my opinion can change with him. Now, granted, with Tyrion, our opinion of him changed very quickly. It was only the opening couple of episodes that yeah. we disliked him. It wasn't like Jamie, where it was the opening couple of seasons. Starts off as a dirty little git. That's ends, it. Ends up as a funny little git. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Now, the thing is, I, w- I will completely accept anybody who disagrees with that because his last couple of seasons were disastrous. But then again, you could argue his impact was greater because yeah. he caused a disaster. He was to making happen, mistakes, you know? Uh, on a couple of occasions. Mm. So uh, I think but he had a lot of time walking around like this. Yeah. With yeah. His brow really In the last two episodes, he was walking around a lot, yeah. wasn't he? Apparently, I think there was only like 17 minutes of dialogue in the last episode. And yeah. Was just it, went, like it went down massively, didn't it? Just Brienne writing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and closing the page before the ink tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blowing the ink. I've gone for. Um, oh, the ink. Yeah, it was yeah. so annoying. It was yeah. like, that ink's not dry. <laughs> so when like uh, the, the Lannister ancestors looked at it, it's like, this is smudged. Who the hell is Jamie Lannister? Maybe <laughs> that's the point. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's it. They all taught us. Yeah. I've gone for a character whose poison <laughs> seeped through the veins of every single episode and every single season in all series. Cersei Lannister. I was about to say, I thought you were going to go for Tywin. Sorry. No, Cersei. Cersei had her clothes in every single episode. It was like, Cersei was the bad person, the bad villain. I think she was a great character, most impactful. Um, she had, obviously, three kids who had various um, story arcs in their own little sense that led to more uh, war and confusion and, and anger and angst and then you know she had a relationship with Jamie, a relationship with Tyrion Daenerys hated her Arya hated her John hated her Sansa. Um, Sansa hated her she was still standing in the last two episodes she was there to start I think Cersei Lannister was the most impactful character in Game of Thrones good shout mm, good 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 we're going to move on to best villain and I'm going to lead off with that as well while we stay on the, the Cersei <laughs> theme because for me Nobody comes close to Cersei as an absolutely top-class blockbuster <laughs> villain. Just everything you want in your classic villain and everything that Game of Thrones does tell us about how characters change didn't pertain to Cersei Lannister, which was, in a whole sense... Yeah, one but of the you saw the reasons why she was exactly. that way. And, mm. that and you bought into it. And you yeah, believed that it, was so. important. You believed it. Yeah. I don't she, think had, it, she had this wonderful Kira Knightley-esque... English obnoxiousness about her that just made you go. You're calling Kira Knightley obnoxious? No, but you don't know what Kira Knightley has this kind of posh, kind of a mm. posterior. She had that. 
Yeah. Hard to warm to. Explain some more. <laughs> <laughs> Keep digging yourself in a hole. <laughs> she wrote, like, you, you throw Cersei Lannister into Pride and Prejudice. Yes, yeah, And she would tear I mean. the whole book up. Yeah. She, yeah. Would, she would, like, she's perfect for a Jane Austen novel. <laughs> she would absolutely tear that shit up. Exactly. Cersei Lannister. Throw her in anywhere and she'd be brilliant. She'd be my favourite character in any television show. Yeah, she's good. You know Kieran Knightley or something? No, I don't. <laughs> not even a fan. Of Andy, it's like entirely possible he'd go, yeah. No, not even a fan. <laughs> Cersei, yeah. well, yeah, Cersei, yeah. Who are we, who are we going for, guys? Oh, I have a few. Yeah. I have, well, Ramsay is probably the one that's out now filling, isn't he? And mm. he was the one you were really happy died. Yeah. God, thanks to God, they got that fucker. Um, Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that was my reaction. Joffrey is pretty good as well. And also Tywin. Yeah. Like, we've, I feel like, I like Tywin. I Tywin, though. Tywin was probably one of the Oh, he was, yeah. but yeah. he was Best villain, yeah. That, yeah. that thing Tywin that he did too, when Tyrion married um, the prostitute and then he got all well, it was, she wasn't even a prostitute turns out in the end yeah. he got all the soldiers to sleep with her oh my god no, I was like that, that wasn't true it actually didn't happen that wasn't true it was, did it not happen no no he just told Tyrion to make him feel make him feel bad you know I thought that Tywin did that he probably came up with the story maybe he came up with the story but he was evil no but he was a great character wasn't he yeah he was oh, he, and you felt Dance. the absence of him yeah. immediately as yeah. soon as he was gone yeah. he was brilliant in all those scenes I don't know because you look at the like it just goes from like I don't know episode 3 of season 8 the villain is the night walk and up to that point the night, it's the night, night king and then episode 4 it's Danny episode 5 it's like and then it's Cersei and like they keep changing it too much and like I like you'd say the Night King but in the end he was just wiped out too quick like and it shouldn't be that way yeah. here here yeah, it shouldn't be that he way he was never a villain to you though he was my main man yeah <laughs> no emotions like in, t- in says a lot <laughs> <laughs> pure I was glad to see Littlefinger <laughs> come to an end even though was he a villain so was he your best villain or was he just a meddling he little villain he was a villain wasn't he, he well he was only self-serving he, he was, was self-serving power, like, was he was the opposite of Varys because you never really found anything out about him in the end well yeah, there's you know? a bit of a good story behind him, like, but I guess you might have to. But what was there to find out? Like, he wasn't from a big, a big, um, big home or family. No, no, I just, I, I like a complicated villain. I like someone that has a bit of a chip on their shoulder and there's a reason for everything they're doing. Like, he just yeah. seemed to be like, I need to kill everyone. Okay. There wasn't really any. Like Ram- Ram- villain. Ramsey was the whole thing is the, is the, is the, is the showrunners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew he was There you go. Has to be. But let's work. They murdered everybody. <laughs> Are you going for D&D as your uh, best villain? That's what Andy's going for. <laughs> Tommy? Uh, remember, this is best villain. This best is somebody villain. you kind of love to hate. No, there is time in there. I don't know. Like, turns the most awful, horrible, vindictive, Batman-esque. Ramsey Bolton is like the Joker. He was just... There was no, there was no reason to his madness. Like, he was just a horrible person. But Cersei is the best villain. Like, Cersei, I agree with you. Cersei is the best villain. Thank you very much. Good, good to get that stamp of approval. <laughs> We've only got two more uh, things left. They're both surrounding moments. So we're going to do most stupid moments <laughs> next. There's quite a few. Could I just quite a few in recent memory. You don't need to look back too far. You don't really need to watch much of Game of Thrones back. Just yeah. uh, start with 2017 and uh, move on. Uh, what are you thinking, Sue? I, I'm still really annoyed about the dragon going north of the wall and I probably will be to my dying day. It made no sense. It was just a plot, plot structure so they could get the dragon to burn down the wall. That was it. So they had to get somebody to go north to bring somebody dead back to Cersei to prove that the dead were there. So she wouldn't even enter the battle anyway. Yep. And come on, it's Cersei. They're going to know she's not going to help anyone. Who's she ever helped in her entire life? you got to try it was, though. Oh, it was so, so stupid. 
It was so stupid. It's hard to argue against that as the most stupid moment. Yeah. Very hard to argue against that, given the well, there's quite a few consequences as well. Yeah. Like it literally created the Battle of Winterfell. And well, the whole the whole point of the White Walkers in the end, we found out, was just to weaken Daenerys' army. It was yeah. the only reason. The only reason they're in the whole thing, because they don't have. There's no. There's no big reveal. There's no reason. We don't find out who they are, what they do, why they do it. Just, just there to weaken the news and give us this big battle sequence, and that's a spectacular show. And because and, it doesn't really, further, doesn't really further the plot. All it does is, in the outcome is that it weakens Daenerys' armies. Mm. That's so it. What do you say? She loses her friend. What's your most stupid yeah. moment? There's a lot, <laughs> a lot, isn't he? A lot, especially you know, Rhaegal getting killed from the sky by a ship. Cersei's standing there with all the guys ready to right, like all the people she wants to kill end yeah. the whole war mm. just standing right in front of her without, without even shooting them yeah um, Grey Worm not killing Tyrion or Jon like oh all these big things like I've talked about Van Arya being able to change faces never doing it once in, in season 8 yeah. never doing it once like, Arya coming all the way down to King's Landing and then the hound turning around to her in the porch and going here. I thought that was a nice moment. Get out. Why moment. did she bring her all the way down? Why did she go all the way down? I know, yeah, it was. It, it was, was so silly. It was the, so like silly. the horse. The horse? The white horse? It was not even there in the next episode. Well, that was such a, like, what the hell was the white horse? That was the most stupid moment. I only remember <laughs> now, yeah. And what about the line she says to John after, like, John walking around after seeing all the destruction, like, uh, she says to John, I know a killer when I see one. Uh, hello, Arya. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, thanks for that, Arya. I wouldn't have seen that without you saying that to me. Well done, Sherlock. Like, like, yeah. So the horse is your moment. Actually, not like, more. Bran Stark becoming king of the Seven Kingdoms is the most <laughs> stupid moment in the history of television, never mind Game of Thrones. A guy who is your creepy cousin who goes and gets into Nirvana 25 years after they release your album is the guy you pick as your king of the entire Seven Kingdoms. It is actually so idiotic. It's beyond belief. Oh, uh, yeah. That or the horse the, the or, the, or the dragon. mod cousin, like, yeah. It's mad. It's just... Yeah, are you, yeah. Can you pick one? You can no, pick one. I'm just, I'm just can you pick one? Now that bring it back up again. The bloody democracy moment really pissed me off. It yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I just thought it was like... I thought it was just illustrated. Too, like, yeah. We just, it, was, it, was like, it was like they had a mirror up yeah. and they were just checking their hair in the mirror and they were like, look at us. Like, we're going to make a joke about everybody talking about us on the outside. Like, yeah. they actually brought in, I think, the outside world in, into the episode there. Never mind the Starbucks cup or Ed Sheeran or any of those things. Like, or Aaron Rodgers. Was Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, yeah. yeah. They didn't focus or, in on him at least. I don't know why Mark Donovan being in it. Mark was in it just for, yeah. for proper reasons. Like, but um, I just thought that democracy joke was just like, shut up, lads. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, fair, it was fair, so fair stupid. Uh, right, I like the horse. I do like the horse. Because <laughs> I found like the horse good. significant at the time. I was like, oh, this is. must mean something. Andy, what does the horse mean? So, uh, sorry, one more. One more. When John says to Bran, you tell them, and then we don't get to see the fucking moment where Sansa yeah. and Arya find out about John, and then there's never spoken about again. Was that time <laughs> jump more annoying than the time jump after John stabs Daenerys and then it goes to a month later? So... D- d- I was joking I was watching that before the people in LA right and I went 10 years later and then it kind of went jump forward in time and I was like shit I was only joking I rewinded yeah. it I thought, I thought my now TV skipped yeah, yeah. desperate <sighs> best moments <laughs> it kind of it, it's actually stu- we're laughing at, at Game of Thrones I know. we're laughing at what once was the best television show ever made by some distance I can't stop thinking it. about the horse we're laughing at it like I mean this is how it ends sorry anyway let's finish on uh, best moments 
best moments. It's kind of hard to even think of the good moments. It's hard now because all of those great moments, they have no, they have no they outcome. No, no they have no bearing on yeah. the outcome of the show. Yeah. Like, like Hard Home. Mm. Like John being revealed as that. Like some of that people have theorised, like that's not even confirmed in the books. So people have been like guessing at that and theorising about that before it was revealed in the show for so many years. You know. I can remember the first time asking my brother, what the hell does R plus L equals J mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was class, those days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was nine and he was telling me what it meant. Yeah, I know, like it just... Back to those days. For, for me, the best moment, and it's kind of a weird one, I was, I was thinking about this, and it's actually the end of the very first episode when Bran gets pushed out the window. Really? Because A, we now know that Bran's a stupid character, but B, <laughs> that we kind of realised... <laughs> we kind of realised what Game of Thrones was. Like, this was the thing that I was like, oh my, okay. Brutal. Yeah, brutal. Mm. This is, this is, there's something different about this. And that was the moment yeah. that I knew this was going to be good. Yeah. And for me, that was the best moment for me. It was kind of that wide-eyed, Cobbled oh together with, like, yeah. the brother and sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. See that yeah. yeah that, before that, it was like, okay, there's going to be some sort of zombie-like creature here. We knew that from the opening scene. We knew that there was going to be some, uh, like, War of the Roses-esque sort of uh, battle going on. There'd be a lot of diplomacy. But then you have that scene, and it's like, okay, this is a level above everything yeah, else we've yeah. seen. And then, yeah. up until and then season um, what are you going for? I'm going to go for... I know it's a sad moment, but I'm going to go for Red Wedding because mm. I, I just think it's just an amazing scene. Yeah. And I love the bit where Catelyn just goes, why are you wearing your armour? And then you're like, we're in here, something's going on. And it just... It Attention. flies by. That TV is it, it just goes so quickly and Rob dying in front of Catelyn and her killing your one and then being killed herself. It's just... You're literally watching it going, how's... How's this happening? They've killed off half the major cast in one fell swoop. And you've no idea what this means or what's the implications. And it's just such a... Oh, it's a great... It's a great episode. I, I'd say it's I'm, such a great episode. I'm going to on this one because it's that scene where... Do you know if someone says to you, oh, I started watching Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah, it's like... How are you getting on? How far are you into it? Oh, I'm a couple of episodes. Just, just wait. And like, you don't tell them. <laughs> you're in the back of your head. You don't tell them. The wait till the red wedding because yeah. you don't want to give it away. But you're like, come back to me after that. Like, yeah, you know. You I mean, that's you go the back and watch you know. it. It's just like I went back and watched it recently, and watching that episode, knowing what's coming up, you're like, it's same, isn't it? Yeah. yeah it's, was that the peak of Game of Thrones? I think it was kind of ruined for me, the Red Wedding, because that. people were, did that to me. Just wait, as if they're not giving anything away. But, but I've watched Game of Thrones. When you say just wait, you know what's going to happen. Exactly. Gonna be, so when I got to that episode, I was like, okay, everybody's going to get killed off here. There's going to be brutal deaths. Oh, did you I know? can just imagine you. <laughs> because it's so obvious. Somebody's like, just wait till that episode. And it's like, oh, everything's going swimmingly. Oh, I wonder what could happen. It's Game of Thrones. <laughs> so that was destroyed for me. Yeah, you poor thing. Me and Owen had some awful moments this year trying to avoid spoilers. Oh, yeah. Coming in and yeah, turning I off felt Twitter. Yeah, sorry for you guys. And the two of us sitting here watching on a bloody phone before our episode. <laughs> I know. And the well, two of us looking at each other. At least going, it wasn't brilliant. I think it was spoiled on me. <laughs> I think it was spoiled on me. I think it was spoiled on me. But not knowing it was spoiled yeah, until yeah. later on. Yeah, how spoiled was it spoiled? It was kind of how bloody it was spoiled. I like the moment where Arya, I think at the end of season four, where she's on the ship sailing to Bravos, and when she finally gets passage to go. I just like that. Because up to that point, it was kind of dragging a little bit. You know, that was, that's after, like, the Hound and, and Brienne have that big battle, and she kind yeah, of... Yeah. But then, like, I don't know, it just kind of, dra- it kind of just sucked me back in, the kind of the music, and she was sailing away, and, yeah, there were some great moments, like, in early doors, like... I wasn't a big fan of the Battle of Black Bottle Bay, but like the the when the Wildlands attack Castle Black, that's an amazing sequence. I mm. think that, like we hadn't seen anything like that before on TV, you know. And yeah, I, like 
I didn't. You kind of weren't surprised by John coming back being resurrected. Did any of you or any of you guys when it happened? No. No. Kind of news. Theorised quite heavily as well, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So um, it's hard to pick one now out of the out of the way it ended. Like it should. It should have been broken man. Yeah. It should have been the reveal. But it was never going to work like that, was it? No, because we all knew we were it was, in it. It was never going to work like that. Like that should have been oh, the moment. Yeah. And then, then it had no impact anyway. What do we do with ourselves? What, what's next for Off the Wall? Chernobyl. Chernobyl? Maybe. <laughs> well, there is the prequel. Yeah, yeah explain this, because I heard you mention the name of it earlier on. It's called Blood Moon, and apparently it's... it's Twilight set in meets the go- Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> it's set in the, <laughs> set in the, the Golden that. Age, the dawn of, like, the start, right back to the start of um, thousands of years before this uh, era of Game of Thrones, or Westeros. And it's like the, the Golden Age of Man of men the dawn of mankind in Westeros and then kind of charts to descend into a little bit more chaotic times cast Naomi Watts is the lead in it some good supporting actors and I think it's Jennifer Ross's wife is the showrunner so yeah. and when do we think yeah. that's going to be at? I don't know probably next year some I think it was next oh. year they were saying wow. end of next year so we might all still be here we'll try we'll try and do a few podcasts before the end of this year and uh, at some point will we get around to reading the books non-book readers book I'd reread I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about it yeah. my brother has them all at home I'm, I'm ready now I, I started reading um, I'm Egg, ready and, Egg and Dunk or, um, yeah Egg and Dunk's great I, I, I'm Stones. a bit into that yeah it's good so we're going to start it's only a couple hundred pages we should folks it's been a pleasure uh, Type, send us in best, yeah. Let, let, let the oh guys, yeah, tell us. Send us what your best battle is. Oh yeah, please best, do. Uh, best villain, all that. Yeah, we'll, we'll take the categories up. And any any category you want, just send it on to us. You know? Yeah, yeah. Any. Anything at all, just comments with any game of thoughts you have. Oh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, please. We need somebody. <laughs> we need human contact after a very stressful <laughs> couple of weeks. Uh, this has been Off the Wall. It's Off the Ball's Game of Thrones podcast. So thanks to Discover Northern Ireland and their Game of Thrones territory, boasting over 25 locations and experiences for the ultimate fan. For more information, log on to discovernorthernireland.com. That is our lot for now. We'll chat to you next time. Bye bye for now.